Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Boys at 161st Street. Thanks for joining us today, as always. Before we get this rolling, we would really appreciate it if you guys could take two seconds and leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. All right, that's enough begging. This is another episode of Roll Call, a mini-series where we individually talk about each player on the Yankees. 15 minutes starts now. All right, welcome back to another episode of Roll Call. This episode is all about the man, the myth, the legend. Not really a legend at yeah. all, but it's Jonathan Loisega Lasagna. However you want to say his last name, that's who we're talking about now. What do we think about Johnny? How many tools does Jonathan Loisega have? I like to start the episodes off saying that. Do pitchers have tools? Is that a thing? I don't think pitchers do have tools, do they? I I would not consider pitchers to have tools. You like you can look at. I guess if there were tools, it'd be like velocity. Well, let's, let's, yeah, let's can break make it tools. down. What are they going to well, be? Make right, let's make tools. tools. Well, I think yeah. velocity, break control are big three for sure. It, so maybe they're maybe they're not tools. Maybe velocity they're pillars. Breaks. Well, usually there's let's, yeah no yeah let's there's usually four. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll rename five. later. We'll rename uh, it later. I think but those are the three. I think no. Keep it at tools. Stamina. Keep it at tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe stamina, but it's I was just thinking we can trademark the pitching pillars, but sure, tools. Pitching uh, pillars could be interesting, but yeah. all right, yeah. So velocity, break, control, break, control, stamina. Is stamina though? Because relievers and starting pitchers are going to break it down even more. I think. I think hitting. I think for position. What about composure? Composure is a big one. Command. Command. Composure. Command is a big one. Command's a big one. And lasagna does not have that tool for sure. He's, he's, got, the, he's got the below tool. He's got the he's got like he's a strikeout pitcher. Was he was he top out at? Anybody know? I don't know. Nineties. Usually I mean, just an eye test. He usually hits like one oh one, I feel like, when he's pitching. Uh never really won. I I've seen him hit he's hit the hundreds. He's hit triple digits for sure. So? What? I've seen him hit a hundred. I, I know. Like I that. know he's hit a hundred. You I'll, can I'll look believe, it up. I'll, I'll believe you. I don't. Oh, yeah. I mean, have you guys not watched the guy play? I have, but I, don't th- I remember. I feel like I would have remembered him throwing a hundred. I don't know. No, he throws a hundred. I remember because the announcers always say, "I I love when when announcers just have this thing for one player, and then they just always say the same thing." And for him, it's oh, he has the easy gas. And when they talk about him, I'm like, first of all, like, I get what you're trying to say, but like. What does easy gas even mean? Like he's trying just as hard as everybody else to throw hard. Like easy gas to me doesn't make any sense. No, I know, no, I know it's I a baseball. It means, yeah. no, I know it's a baseball saying. It's been around for a while, but easy gas makes no fucking sense. Well, no, another saying like that. It's like they throw a hard ball. It's just a different description of how a pitcher. No, throws. not a hard ball. They throw a heavy ball. Heavy ball, that hard one, ball. That I mean, one came in heavy. Thing. Yeah, but it's heavy ball, hard ball. Yeah, same thing. So, so the just, 
But Weizaga sits at 96 usually, so I think he could have probably topped that at 100. I've seen him hit triple digits. I can see that. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Especially when he comes out of the pen because you obviously have more velocity then because you can leave it all out there. And that, that's honestly an interesting storyline with him. So why don't we get into that? Like he, he, to me, is similar to what the Yankees always tend to do with young arms. Like they, what they've done with Severino, he's come in as a starter at – 22 or whatever however old he was got dinged up gets he struggles gets shelled and then they put him in the bullpen and then he starts to do better but gets a lot more reps in maybe less a less of a pressure situation like they bring him in and whatever in the eighth inning when they're up five runs or something just to give him reps and get major league screen time so to speak for lack of a better word but they did that with him and then they bring him back as a starter still young and then he's dominant same thing with Domingo. They did that, and then they still are kind of doing that with him. They, he was in, the, in and out of the pen last year. He was one of our main fifth starters at the end of last year, but he was also in the pen, and we were doing the long relief thing with him. So I think that's what they're trying to do with Loisga. But as we were talking before, he kind of had, had it locked up for the fifth starter spot. For sure he did. I, I was a firm believer that he was going to be the fifth starter, and I was – consistent with that for the entire offseason and again i think kind of going back to what you said he i was really really surprised in 2019 when he his first three games i he was lights out he was throwing i don't know he only threw about three four three innings each game which kind of goes back to the whole control thing he couldn't find the zone a lot but he was getting outs he had a sub three era in all three games which was great as a starter it's what you want out of a fifth starter especially and then he kind of shit to bed the rest of the season and a lot of it has to do with the control he has because he just does those four pitch walks and it gets in his head and he gets more walks more walks more walks and next thing you know he's getting out of the game and um it kind of just ruins the next couple games for him yeah i uh i agree with that he's definitely just kind of a strikeout pitcher and that's something like he's when if he comes up and he pitches well us seeing him pitch well is going to be a strikeout numbers are going to be high. He's going to get hit around a little bit, and he's not he's not going to be one of those real low ERA guys, but he's going to get guys out when he needs to in terms of he has the strikeout to get out of bad situations. He, he allows a lot of hits. Last year he threw 31 innings, allowed 31 hits. He, he gets hit, um, so he allowed 16 runs, and then he had a lot of strikeouts. He had 37 strikeouts. So the expectation for Loisiga is to come in – throw six innings, get the Ks, hopefully get out of there without giving up two or three runs. And I think if he does that, I don't know if he's going to do what Herman did and have 17 wins. I don't know if he's going to do what Severino does and become the ace after his years. Because like Rella said before, he's the kind of guy, and this happens with the Yankees starters, I feel like the same thing. Like you said, they come up and they get hit around and they get sent back down, and we're like, ah, oh, like, this guy's a bust, this guy's a bum, this guy sucks. Like, you hate seeing his name as a starting pitcher. And then yeah. all of a sudden, two, three years ago, it was Severino, and then last year it's Herman, where Herman came out and had 17 wins. Severino solidified himself as a starter. Maybe yeah, the kind of kind of give them a little bit of, the, like, the tough love. You throw them out into the fire, see what they can do. If, they, if It's like throwing a baby into, into, the, into the ocean and seeing if they could swim. If they can swim, great. If they can't, we throw them in the pen. We figure it out after. But like, it's kind. Of, that's exactly what they do with Luizga. Like, specifically, I vividly remember him in the Houston series, just 
utterly blowing it. That was a big spot. Yeah. He came in. He's supposed to get some length. We wanted some length out of him. He was out of the pen, I think. Close game. And I think that was the Correa walk-off game. I'm not too sure. You can Don't quote me on that. But he loaded the bases in that too, didn't he? Most I'm pretty likely. sure he loaded yes. the bases and then he got out of it somehow. And then we were like, how on earth? Yeah. Because he had like a lucky double play or something. Yeah, but and like, that's the thing. He gets out somehow, and if he can just find that control. Not all get, the time. It's the case. That's how he gets, out, he gets out. out. What do you, what yeah. you mean? When no, I know. I, I, I would sometimes. even talk about it's yeah. his case. Yeah. He strikes yeah. people out. And that's what I think is kind of good about him is that if he can just get his walk numbers down and get his hits numbers down, his strikeout numbers, he doesn't even have to improve on that. He's getting 10, 11 strikeouts per nine innings, which is awesome. It's not whole numbers, but it's awesome. And if you yeah. can do that without allowing hits and earn runs and walks, if he irons that out, he's going to be a bottom rotation starter that we're really going to like, and he's going to be affordable because we have hit or we have um, Tanaka and Paxton both on contract. I like how young he is. I, I like that he's 24 going into his age 25 season. That's a very good age to be. What I do fear, and I, I'm not sure if this has already happened before, but has he gotten Tommy John before? Yes. He got it before he came to the Yankees. Okay. Or before he came to the majors. The majors. Yeah, I was going to say, he is the prototypical pitcher to get Tommy John. Just easy gas, however you want to call it. Yeah. No control. Just a free throwing a lot of balls. Flamethrower, throwing a lot yeah. of balls. Pitch, he th- him throwing a lot of balls gets his pitch count way up. So that puts a lot more strain on his arm. High stress, maybe that goes into it too. I don't know. But like, yeah. And I feel like with a, lot of, with a lot of these things, a lot of the factors. A lot of different factors kind of come into what his real role is going to be on this team. And personally, I think that, you know, aside from um, Herman's kind of off the field issues, if he is the, if he's on the field and he's a starter um, and then Montgomery comes back and he's healthy. And I'm even considering that even Tanaka or um, a different pitcher kind of just leaves the Yankees because of contract reasons. I well, truly think point. that. Yeah, I truly that's a think good point that. Because Paxton and Tanaka are both in contract years this year, so I can see the Yankees letting one of them walk. Obviously, because I mean, Paxton's a Boris guy; he's going to demand a big contract. Tanaka's probably going to get a little less than Paxton, but still a pretty big contract. He's making a lot right now, so. But even though you still have take two other pitchers lot. that can fill those spots in Juan and so Montgomery, I think what I think is the Yankees are going to let one walk because they. Tanaka, not Tanaka, uh, Loisga is, he's that itch that they want to scratch. Like he, like he's that guy where you just want to throw him out there and see if he figures it out. And I think that's what they've been doing with Domingo and Severino. And I think that's something that they are hoping can happen. And he's still young, so it can happen. I personally am not a big Loisga guy. I, I actually hate him, but. Jeez, not, that's a little I, harsh. I, don't, I really don't like him. I, I don't, I personally don't think he's going to pan out, but. Well, he, he I was, what I was going to say was he has well, the raw talent there, but yeah. I don't think it can happen. We'll see. What I was going to say was that um, my point was that because Loisaga, sorry, because that Herman and Montgomery are probably going to be filling those voids, I'm saying hypothetically, there is no really, there isn't a lot of room for him to fill that fifth starter rotation. And I think the Yankees personally want. Loaz gets to make win that job because Herman did a bad boy thing and. <laughs> well, yeah, but I know. I'm again. I said. I said disregard his off the field issues. I'm just talking about pure talent right now. I think Loaz the type of pitcher he is and 
the way that we've seen him pitch in previous years, I feel like he would probably fit better in the bullpen if he can figure out his control. And Loisega or yeah, Loisega. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, Loisega. Sorry, I was saying because of her mom, but yeah. So Loisega, I feel like would fit better in the bullpen because of his pitching personality types. I can agree with that, Damon, because going into this year, uh, before all the COVID stuff happened, like if this season happened on schedule and on pace, I think he would have filled that fifth starter role. And then when Paxton came back, and if not Paxton, when Herman came back even further down the road, I think he would have got bumped into that long reliever bullpen spot. And I think you're right. He's perfect for that. He's like I said before, the strikeout numbers are there. And if he can kind of get a little bit more command on, on the mound and work his hits numbers down, uh, I think he could really get out of some sticky situations. So he could either be, Come in with the bases loaded type specialist because he has he has such good stuff to get people out. I mean, I'm just looking at I'm looking at his 2019 pitching game log, and just looking at innings pitch specifically because I think that's a big part about what determines him as a pitcher, and it's a pretty good sample size of how he's really going to be able to progress throughout the season and in any other season. The most inning pitches been and the most inning pitches has been four. And then three, three, and then the rest of them are just two, one, one and a half, two and two. Like there's, and I'm sure his pitch a- count is like a hundred in each of those because he has five, six, seven pitch at bats all the time because he gets a full count every single time. And yeah, it's just to hit to me. That's what the hardest thing for to teach is control. Like you, I feel like control is one of the, the pillars, tools, whatever you want to call it. That is the least teachable of anything. Yeah. I mean, you can you can add velocity by doing whatever drills and stuff you can do. I've seen that happen. You can like you can figure out your mechanics to like whatever. I'm not fucking Eric Cressy or anything like that, but I feel like control is very tough to teach. And yeah. with that being said, if he continues to have that be his bugaboo, control is gonna always he's always gonna have a high pitch count. He's never going to be able to get length in games like you just said with three-inning games and four-inning outings and stuff like that. And look at the pitches right now. There is you know, 70 pitches in four innings, 70 pitches in three innings. You have 83 pitches in four innings. You have 60, pitch, 60 pitches in and two and two-thirds. You have 40 pitches in two and two-thirds. Yeah, and you honestly, have, we were looking to like, get There's trends. There's, there's we're looking to get trends. That because they all, a lot of the Yankees do that. And, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a trend in... I think I just cracked the case, but I think I think in the MLB right now, what we're seeing is so many more people have higher velocity. Every pitcher seems to throw a hundred, right? So that is why directly. I mean, this isn't like a eureka moment, but it is exactly what's happening. So there's more flamethrowers. They're more worried about throwing the hundred mile per hour fastball. It's like when you hit and chicks dig the long ball. People love seeing a hundred miles per hour now because if you don't throw it, you're left behind. And now. When you have throw harder, obviously you have less control, and that's why everybody seems to not be able to go nine innings anymore like they used to. See, and that's where I think it almost is to his advantage because I, first of all, I disagree with what you said about the control being harder to teach than it is velocity. You either have stuff or you don't have stuff. Strikeout stuff, I mean, and he has the strikeout stuff. And I well, think you the can control. Learn let me finish. I think control and command both come with confidence, and I think confidence comes with innings. And I think if the Yankees give him the faith and give him the ball and say, here, it's your inning, it's your batter, especially with the three batter rule. You go get these outs, and he starts doing that, and he starts getting the confidence. His command starts to come up. He starts. He stops walking people the same amount. 
and that'd be great. And hopefully he falls into that. And I think that's also what happened with Herman and Seve. Herman and Seve were this, the, the reason that I drew that connection was that they had the same kind of thing. They had a ton of stuff and they got shelled because they couldn't throw strikes. And when they did, they were getting pitied 450 to center and, and whatever. Yeah. But I also think that his style of pitching fits into the way the MLB is going where they are high velocity guys and they are strikeout guys now. And I don't think that hurts him by fitting that mold. I think I think anything that gives him a spot in the rotation. I think that type of pitcher plays better in the bullpen though. It might yeah, that that may be true. Whether yeah, that's what yeah, that's, what I'm saying before. that's yeah. fine. Cuz maybe but not I, even, yeah. maybe not even a long relief. Maybe we he, he's like a two-inning guy. Maybe he's a Chad Green type. Chad Green's yeah, level has a lot more it. control, but that honestly is a good player comp because Chad Green throws about 100, high high 90s can top out at 100. He go can go two open games. He can do whatever he wants. I think that that should be his role more than because I think if we ever try to like, push the starter thing, you're never gonna get more than four innings, no matter how you shake it out. Same thing happened with do, Mariano when he started. Yep. Yeah, so I think his player type is made for the bullpen. So what them trying to do the whole but he's also a role guy he was he was filling a role that we needed and he did the job that we need him to do for a long time and that's a tough thing to do just come out there and just become a fifth starter for the new york yankees it's not an easy thing to do yeah and honestly i think this at first i thought the season being pushed back hurt him but now i think i i'm more on the side of it helped him because if the season started on march 26th like it was supposed to he's the fifth starter we can all agree on that yeah, I don't think that's good for him because I think that he's forced into that role that he's then trying. He, he'll never be at to end his career. It's like a Glaber situation where he's getting a lot of reps at second and now he's back to short. It kind of stops the progression. So yeah. with him getting getting pushed back, Paxton comes back and like we we have a yeah, full but there's, now. And there's he, also the the other argument a in the bullpen. Yeah, there's also the other argument just. You know, getting him more reps too, kind of going to Murph's point, is just getting him the ball and letting him throw and figure it out is another thing. And maybe he doesn't get as many reps as he might have because of the shortened season, and now he might get pushed into a bullpen role. And Which I think is good, though. I do think it's good, but I'm, I'm just talking about, like, I'm just playing devil's advocate over here. It might be really good for him to be a standard bullpen guy, but also he's not going to get as many reps as he would have as a starter. I think that with this shortened season if that's the case i think he's actually like Rel said in a good spot because he, he he's in a spot unlike a lot of the guys on the yankees or in the major leagues where he's kind of a cross between a bullpen arm and a starter like he could in this shortened season i think we can use him in a lot of ways i think if they do i don't think there's going to be a standard five-man rotation and i no. think he could be maybe that Maybe he starts in the sixth slot every other time through the rotation, and then he maybe pitches innings out of the bullpen in the meantime. Some other way, I think they're going to find a way to get him innings, and I think since he's had some time starting and since he's come out of the pen and he's comfortable-ish doing both, that's they're going to find creative ways to get him innings. Maybe he can be – Hopefully like, for the better. If they continue with the opener thing, which I think they're going to start – they're going to keep doing, especially with double headers, if that ends up happening. I'm not sure if that is, but if that's the case, like – Maybe he is a, a long opener, like a Chad Green, two innings or something like that, not just the first inning because he can go two. I, I think he's more slated. Just his player type is way better suited for the bullpen, and I think this helps him. So that's all I have to say about, about him. 
He's got a lot of potential. I'm excited to see him grow as a Yankee, and I'm excited to see him find the role in the team. And I think it's going to be in the bullpen, um, that long reliever position, and hope he figures it out for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just hope he finds his role, um, whether that be as a starter, as a long reliever, as some kind of hybrid where he starts for three innings and that's all they expect out of him, four innings on a bullpen day. Whatever that is, hopefully he sticks to it. And yeah, because if he figures it out, like we keep saying, if just figure it out. Like, if he figures it out, that gives us a lot more flexibility to use a guy who's not that doesn't have a big cap hit, and then we can let people walk. And but if he doesn't pan out, then we have a conversation later on down the road where we have to like we're talking like, oh, we have to sign Paxton and Tanaka, you know. But if he yeah. if he shows out, Paxton, go ahead, pack your bags, you know. Hundred percent. All right, that was Tanaka. Tune in next time. That Leave was not Tanaka. That's not <laughs> that Tanaka. <laughs> Cut that out. But that was the Wiseaga. We did Tanaka before. But leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. Tune in next time. So don't let me go. Got no patience, conversation, driving you up the wall. I'm imperfect, bro. I got it's no sarcasm at all. You say you're sorry, but don't know what you're sorry for. No, no point in keeping the score. You like to drink and to smoke, to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every eye. I got love, no one thing. You're not alright. I'm not alright. place like this baby let's roll we don't need to believe everything they think when it's all so uh, headed down that road and you don't gotta go down so low no don't let me go got no patience conversation driving you up the wall i'm in perfect york that is no sarcasm at all you say you're sorry but don't know what you're sorry for no no point in keeping score you like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every eye I got alone, no one 